broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, amid glass and steel towers, in the heart of the South's largest city with the busiest airport in the world, this is The Conversation Cafe, a weekly internet radio show that interviews fascinating guests who are engaged in a verbal exchange of sentiments, observations, opinions, and ideas that educate, empower, and enlighten. Well, you know that angel saying, if you change something in history, it might change something right now. This is Conscious Radio for Conscious People. There would have never been special education had there not been school desegregation. And now, here are your hosts, A. Raquel and Mahogany Dawn. Well, welcome back to another edition of the Conversation Cafe. We are your hosts, A. Raquel and Mahogany Dawn. And we're coming to you live from Studio 3408 here in the lovely, wonderful, nice weather ATL. I am excited to be back with you for another Tuesday evening. We have had a uh, time away, and it has been wonderful. But we're happy to be back in the studio for this Tuesday evening. We do have quite a bit to share with you since you've been away. But this afternoon, we're just going to, this evening, we're just going to share a little bit about what's been on our heart probably over the last couple of days, over the last week or so with you. Again, if you have something that you would like to share with us, because we're just talking about it, it, whatever that it is today, whatever that it is on your mind, we are here to discuss it and let's talk about it. Because that's why we're here in the Conversation Cafe. We believe in dialoguing. Dialogue leads to conversation. And if you don't have dialogue, you don't have conversation. If you'd like to have some conversation with us, your host, you can call in 773-897-3986. That's 773-897-3986. Again, 773-897-3986. 3986 is the number to call in and press 1 so that we will know that you have a comment or a question for us, your host, for of the evening. Again, you can tweet us or you can Facebook us your questions and comments. We are over on social media. Go over and join us. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook at The Combo Cafe. We would love to continue the conversation and dialogue with all of you out there who are listening to us via the internet or via your mobile phones or possibly on your tablet. We would love to dialogue with you when the show is over and throughout the week. Um, Just doing that via Facebook, social media, streaming. Also, check out our website. We do post some very interesting stories and articles about things that are happening around the world um, in our communities. Uh, just topics, things that are on our minds. We're talking about those things throughout the week. If you want to check it out, check out check out our website, www.theconvocafe.com. We have some very interesting stories over there. Go sign up, and each time, if you go on and subscribe to our post, our um, our website post, you will receive notifications when we do post um, things, new new articles, new interviews. Um, anything that's, uh, I mean, we have photos. We're always out and about it and things, so we do post photos and things of that nature. We're also on Instagram. Um, let me not forget Instagram. Go over and like some of our photos on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, too, at The Convo Cafe. So we're on just about every social media outlet, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at The Convo 
Cafe, and that's our also our website page, thecombocafe.com. I tell you, um, hey, Markel, how have things been for you this evening? Fantastic. A little, a little tired today, but other than that, it's up and finances and all, but I'm happy to be back on the air, and welcome to all of those who are joining us this week and getting on the Conversation Cafe. Happy to be back in the studio. Can't wait for the discussion this evening now. I wonder what's going to take place. Who knows what's going to take place, I tell you. We don't have long this evening. Of course, our radio broadcast is is shortened a little bit this evening. We're only going to be with you 30 minutes. We're normally with you for an hour on Tuesday, but tonight we are only going to be with you um, 30 minutes, and we apologize for shortening our program this evening. However, we do have another engagement that we have to be at, um, not soon after we get off the air. So we're only going to be with you 30 minutes this evening. But we will, of course, um, be back next Tuesday for the full hour from 7 to 8 p.m. So you can tell your friends, you can tell your coworkers, you can tell your neighbors, anyone who you would like to let them know that we are live every Tuesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you happen to miss any of our shows, you can always go back to blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Conversation Cafe and listen to our previous shows. And if you happen to be an Apple user, such as myself, and you have an iPhone, hey, don't hate. Don't hate Android users and Samsung users. Anyhow, if you happen to be if you happen to have one of the best products on the market, which is an iPhone, iPad, iPod, even a Mac computer, then uh, you can go over to iTunes and you can listen to our past shows via the Conversation Cafe. We're on we're on podcast uh, over there as well. So um, please do go over and listen to our old shows. You would love them and enjoy them. We've had some great, great shows. Didn't you say they were having some great shows? Yes, we have some great shows. Um, yeah. The most recent one was with Corey P. Smith talking about the spirits of credit, where he was explaining the information pertaining to, you know, credit is for poor people. He was trying to motivate individuals to take a look at their credit reports and make sure that they do due diligence in terms of making sure that they go through and make sure the information is accurate. He was also giving information uh, pertaining to how you can remove that information. That's one of the great shows. And I think over the last week we had the opportunity to speak with, uh, the week before last, we had the opportunity to speak with uh, Russell Graves, who is a representative of Gwinnett County Police. He was giving us some great information pertaining to, you know, how we should conduct ourselves when we encounter the police. He also shared with us um, information pertaining to how Gwinnett County uh, the police department is interacting interacting with the community at large and trying to make sure that they are well known there. Their presence is not a negative thing but a positive thing. Also, we've also talked about information coming up pertaining to Ray Cornelius website, RayCornelius.com. He's sharing information pertaining to the entertainment industry, letting you know exactly what's going on. Um, he has attended some great events. Um, you know, letting us know what's going on and take a look at his website, Reconnaise.com. And we also had an opportunity to talk with some law enforcement uh, individuals telling us about how we should conduct ourselves with our office, as well as an attorney who said it, she and her son had been stopped 
by the police officer and, and some of the interactions they had with that particular police officer. So I think our shows are very informative. They we make a uh, the producers of the show make a an attempt to make sure that we're giving you relevant information that will empower you, that will entertain you as well, but more importantly, enlighten you. And we want you to continue the conversation after we or after we leave the air. Uh, we believe that where there's no dialogue, there's no conversation. Absolutely. So as we move into the show today, um, we've taken a look at our timelines, and I see some very interesting stories. One that comes up for me is Dick Gregory talking about the N-word and the impact of Empire versus the Cosby Show. So, you know, Dick Gregory, if anyone knows Dick Gregory, you know he always has an opinion about things, and he uh, says that the N-word does not bother him. He has written a book some years ago. I think the title of it is Nigger. Uh, yeah. It came out in um, 1964. So, you know, he is very strong words when it comes to use, utilizing that word. I think Terrence Howard had um, stated, made a statement, that he wanted to use the word, and he was talked out of it by, I'm sure, some of the producers of the show, uh, as well as Taraji uh, P. Henson, who is his co-star, on the show, and they were talking about that they, you know, don't need to really use it. And um, what I did see here is Dick Gregory did state that the Cosby Show wasn't nothing but a show white folks, uh, showing white folks how lovely niggers are, he said. <laughs> so if you want to take a listen to that, you can... Probably find it on your timeline. Go through a face, uh, not Facebook, but uh, YouTube, and yeah. find that clip and take a listen to that and see exactly what he's talking about. And this is from a person that's been in the entertainment industry for over thirty plus years. So I'm sure that you know you would want to see what it's here, what the opinion is. Personally, I don't use the word. I can't say that I have not used the word. When I was younger, I did use it, and until I came to understand it of really how derogatory it can be, I, you know, I just chose to, you know, not um, make it a part of my vocabulary or continue to allow it to be a part of my vocabulary. So if you want to explain your vocabulary, figure out another other word to learn how to express yourself, look at the dictionary, um, get verbal advantage, get something that has to do with language and, you know, learning how to express yourself fully. So there are, there are words that you can utilize that can express yourself, as well as your actions. Sometimes our actions do speak louder than words, so choose positive um, positive what emotions, positive uh, interactions with individuals sometimes to get your points across rather than using a word that really does not, in, in my opinion, take respect to the African-American culture as a whole. So, you know, people have different um, opinions on it. I accept that, I accept that, and as long as we can talk and dialogue and, you know, give and take here and there, then there should be an opportunity for us to find a way to communicate with us rather than utilizing that word. You're, you're absolutely correct. And there's something else, too, about, you know, since, you, since you're, we're talking about in, Empire, the series Empire, if you, um, I mean, I'm, I don't know if there's anyone out there who hasn't heard about it or at least seen an episode or two, if not the whole season. But there were some things about Empire that, for me, coming 
from a marketing, advertising, graphics background. I, I mean, it was just phenomenal. There were some things that you really could take away and learn from the series itself. Okay, so uh, it's, to me, with anything, there can be a learning experience. Yeah. Depending on how you look at it, what your perception is of it, you know, then, you know, I think there is a lot that we can learn. But you have to be willing and have an open mind to look for those lessons, look for those opportunities to learn. A lot of us turn turn our ears off, turn our eyes off because oh, we just it turns our stomach, you know, whatever about it, blah, blah. But then we have to look at it for what it is because it is entertainment and it is someone's creative expression of their world. Because I think uh, Lee Daniels has gingerly said, or I heard heard that you know it kind of gingerly his life growing up as a gay male to a degree. So some of the things that we can learn and, you know, just see how far we've come, how far we have not come, what other work we need to do, and things of that nature. Well, and, and another thing, like I said, with me having a marketing, advertising background, I think that something that was so typical about um, the series as a whole if you really notice when it when it aired live on those Wednesday nights, there was there were very few opportunities for other sponsors to promote their product. Because if you notice Fox always um was harping on limited commercials. So they were like prompting people to to kind of watch the show live because we have a very limited commercial. Right. And so therefore there's no need for you to uh fast forward or DVR so that you could fast forward through commercials and just continue to watch the program. Mm-hmm. They limited the com- the commercials. But even how they capitalized on the products, when I went back and took a look at Fox's website for the series, you know, everything, I mean, they, I mean they're capitalizing on everything from wardrobes to music. Right. Um, paraphernalia. Uh, I'm, I'm like, wow. So they took this opportunity to market everything. It was like really 360, a whole 360 ordeal with this series. I think it was. I mean, it shows you pretty much point blank, you know, how the music industry to a degree worked. I know a lot of like P. Diddy has said he would not allow his son to take part. Right. And the show because right. of the rights that were taken, you know, away from some of the artists. And, and I'm sure they're speaking of mainly new artists. But then I have to think on the flip side of that. Then if you had an issue with Empire and the control that they have with the music, what has he, has he done in terms of his artists that they may say, well, he did the same thing? You see what I mean? So it's always a, a, a good a negative and a positive side to everything that we see. Um, some of the messages that went out, I didn't particularly care for. However, in that context, I still think that it was a teachable moment mm-hmm. because there needs to be some discussion. You know, certain things that we discuss at home, we know we don't discuss them in, in, in public. And That's a lot good. of things that, you know, Lee Daniels and the, and the producers took liberties to say and do, uh, I think those things do happen in the entertainment world. I think sometimes to uh, degree, they were probably more um, arduous and they're probably more degrading when you really, really get down to it. If you talk to people that's been in the industry for a long time, some of those stories are not far fetched. 
And so, I, you know, people get upset about it, but if you talk to anyone that's been in the industry for a period of time or been, you know, trying to get into the industry, there are certain things that do take place. And, you know, Absolutely. those are the realities. Absolutely. Sometimes when you don't come from those backgrounds, you won't know. You're just looking from the outside saying, well, I wouldn't, but you never can tell. So you had um, doctors, politicians, um, civil rights leaders, community leaders, all talking about empire. So at least we were having a discussion. We were, and I think that also it was aiding in the 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 plight to bring back more quality programming. And I know someone out there may be saying quality. Empire is quality, yes, compared to the era that we are transitioning out of, which is the reality television, right. which is really not reality television. It is, it's, it's, it's scripted and it's staged, and so it's not reality, even though they they stage it to, to appear to be reality because you're actually in people's homes and in the, a part of their livelihood, but it's, it's very scripted and it's very staged. Right. And so it's not reality. So what we're doing now, because... We, I mean, for the last, I'm, I'm going to say at least 10 years, we've been in this quote-unquote reality TV ordeal. And right. so, and, and to me, I think we, we've talked out of that. People, because the story, I mean, the storylines or the scripted lines are are limited. They're baseless. And so, and demeaning. And demeaning because it's like, it, it, it's not good TV unless they're fighting, unless they're cussing each other out call each other outside of their names or, they you know, bad times or, or, they have or they're bringing up their, right, or they're bringing yeah. up their, their um, trash, digging in their trash for, for stuff that, that that's not valid, you know, like ex, exes, ex-wives, ex-girlfriends, people they, that their spouse or mates of date, you know, stuff like that. And, that. and that gets old. And I think that this new plight or this new, trend that's happening with, and I think, um, well, of course, Shonda Rhimes probably was, is a part of it. We can attribute a lot of it to her with um, Grey's Anatomy, the private practices, the scandal. And, and, um, people, and, it, and it, to me, it made uh, producers, actors, both individuals that wanted to get projects done, it, I think they've come together and found that they really could um, work together, and right. while they're working together, you can promote me in the area of my expertise. Now, what I do like about the show is how they have different um, producers, mm-hmm. not producers, I'm sorry, different directors per week. Right. Like they have Debbie Allen was yeah. last week, John Singleton was one, so um, it, Rob Hardy was another. Right. Yeah, so I mean. You these people to opportunities to come in and do what they do best behind the scenes. Behind the camera. And uh, Pilot Perry has done that. Um, yeah. And uh, with um, Kim Fields and Debbie Allen and some other individuals. So you're getting the, the experience you need behind the camera. You're getting experience from casting, um, African-American casting. That leads to other things. You're getting wardrobe individuals. You're getting people who actually work the cameras, who write scripts and things of that nature. So you're giving people from within the industry an opportunity to do what they do best, even to the, from, for the music. I understand the deals may not be, you know, they're probably very stringent. They probably are 360 deals. The way they get a piece of everything. Right. But these artists we probably would not normally hear from if they weren't a part of the show. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't know how talented they are. Even the guest appearances, which I really like because it's allows you to see, you know, where these stars are, what they're 
doing. And it was diverse. It was diverse. It was diverse in culture. It was diverse in music. Right. And so um, it wasn't just, you know, all one genre of music. Right. It wasn't just all one race of people. Right. It was a very diverse um, cast as well as a special guest list. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and African Americans are not multidimensional individuals. So we have people from all walks of life. Regardless of what it said, how it said, when it said, we come from different walks of life. And so we have an opportunity to see those things. What I hope this will lead to is other collaboration within the African-American um, actors, actresses, producers, directors, having access to the uh, funding that is needed to bring this caliber. So the caliber of shows from the wardrobe to the, to the props to the Sponsorship, they're a they're top top shelf. They're a one. So I'm hoping that this will lead to other projects to where we can see a different side of our legacy because those things exist in our communities regardless of what people say. You're right. You know, and I know we we get a little um, touched sometimes about what we portray on TV because it goes around the world. But it's here. History, it history has been here since the beginning of time. You're right. That if you read books, you will see what we've been subjected to. Right. You know, now if you don't want to know something, they say put it in a book. But if you read history, those stories repeat itself. History repeat itself. It's the storyteller's responsibility to tell the story. And everyone is not going to tell the story the way we want them to be told or in a perfect uh, dynamic or environment. It's not going to be told that way because you have creative influence, creative Issues they have to be addressed. You have issues pertaining to is it entertainment, you know, right. things like right. But again, I think it opens a dialogue. It tells us what we can cannot do. Mm-hmm. But it also shows young people that that type of lifestyle is grandiose, is great. But there are so many crazy things that go on on the flip side. Why do you want to be an artist? Won't you be? The, won't you be the camera person? Won't you be the producer? Won't you be the writer? Won't you be the songwriter? So you can maintain, well, it, it, it gives them, and live off the right. of your life. Well, it gives them something else to, do. To, to shoot for, right? Because those roles in front of the camera, as we all, as we often have talked about before, um, even with having some of our other guests on that was that are the, that were directors or art directors and writers and actors, those roles are very limited, limited. and so you tend to um, like. Everything else, like the NBA, like the NFL, you know, they only have so many open spots. And so why try to fight, push, and shove for those positions when behind the camera and behind the scenes there are more positions available? So you could become the screenwriter or you could become the director or the producer or the, um, like you said, in production, post-production. Right. Those people make lots of money, too. Right. You know, and, and they win the Grammy, and they win Oscar. So, you know, that's what that's the part that we have to look at, too. You know, when it comes to Oscars and Emmys and Grammys, the writers, the directors, the producers, the graphic people, um, the post-production people, the sound people, a lot of the, the wardrobe people, all of those staging. people, staging, so prop, always all of those people win those awards as well. Right. And so it's not just the rapper, it's not just the singer, it's not just the actor. Right. And then the other thing we talk about as well is the fact that with the Internet, 
and other yeah. creates another opportunity for you to be a filmmaker, right. a storyteller, right. to be a designer, to be an actor. Right, be because a we talked about just the yeah. non-cable um, um, networks right. such as the Netflix, Netflix uh, Amazon, the Hulu, the YouTube. Right, all of those where you can get your work as an independent, because we were talking about that one time, one show, a couple of shows back about how a lot of the, um, as they call them, original Netflix movies or original series, they're now producing their own series and their own movies and and things of that nature. Yes, that's a great one. And also, since we aren't, I mean, since we seem like we're talking about Empire, uh, another thing, remember, okay, of course, all of you who've seen it, you know that at the end of the season, Uncle Vernon, Vernon, which is played who, um, played by Malik Yoba, his character is killed. And um, a lot of people, of course, question, you know, well, why would they kill, you know, Vernon off? Well, I heard today that rumors are going around that he was fired from Empire. And according to the rumors that are going around, and you guys can Google it, and probably see some of the things that they're right, but they're saying that Malik Yoba um, is on drugs. Well, he's back on drugs. Of course, we've known that Malik Yoba has had an issue with drugs and has struggled with drugs in the past. But they're saying that he was back on drugs and he was making everyone on the set uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. so um, one of the stars of the show even threatened to quit during the 10th episode. Um, but then they were um, up their pay and convinced to stay. And so then Fox, of course, caught wind of it and gave Lee Daniels an ultimatum. And they told Lee Daniels that he needed to fire um, Malik or that they will, and that they also threatened to shelve the show indefinitely if he did not. So, of course, um, Lee Daniels did, and they brought him off the show. Um, I mean, it happens, but the most important thing is hopefully he's getting attention. It does happen. Um, He's been on some some shows, some radio shows, as well as some other television shows since the the end of the um, the series. Mm -hmm. And um, he's not claiming that that's the reason. He's saying that it's the writer and that, um, that the head writer, I guess he may have had some conflicts with the head writer and that the head writer is ultimately responsible for hiring the directors and overseeing the whole creative process of the show. So um, it's like that I guess he's, he's saying that the writer, I guess, either couldn't, couldn't figure out how to write him in enough or how to write his character into the show. I mean, he had a valid, he had a valid Spot. He was the attorney for the Empire. If you could figure it out. <laughs> okay. So, and as well as he was a long term friend of Lucius. So, I mean, I I mean from a creative standpoint, really, you could not figure out to write him into the show. Right. I can tell you in any way right. that you can write him into the show. But if, if the drug issue is the concern, I truly wish him well in terms of finding yeah. the uh, help and uh, assistance that he has. Yeah. Because he's a great actor. I mean, you know, I right. show uh, New York Undercover. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But you know what? I, we've always said that, you know, we didn't quite, a lot, of, I think we've had conversations about Yoba and, and the way that he looks and right. has looked in a couple of things we've seen right. 
so even some other movies out before Empire um, aired and um, was kind of questionable about his his overall look. And given it now that, you know, we're hearing this, maybe the same reason why he was killed off, um, why did I get married to him? Maybe he was killed off of there too. It could have been. It very well could have been. And so sometimes, you know, success brings other uh, men too. Yes, that if, you know, if you haven't totally conquered them, then that just adds more to your condition. I mean, and, you know, and you have to take time to heal. So it's, it's, it's unfortunate, it and um, we wish him well. We wish the show well. I know, we, I think, how we doing say this, that we have to wait always to January next year. Well, that's that's what's up in the air. They're talking about coming back in, in January, you know, 2016. Yeah. And so if that is in, indeed the case, you know, that's a long time. Um, but they did start the show with what we call mid, um, a mid-season show, because when they started, they started, what, in February? Yeah. So it was like mid-season. Um, anyway, so they may come back. Uh, hopefully they'll come back before 2016, because I don't know if people can wait that long. Uh, it will be hard, but it will be worth the wait if we get the same caliber of show that we've had this and, season. And it's rumored that we may get more, more episodes. Well, it will be so worth it, the wait. So if, if they do wait that long, I hope that they do come back with more episodes. Don't make us wait, Lee Daniels, that long and only come back with 11 or 12 episodes. Do the Tyler Perry. You know, double for our trouble. Double for our trouble. What I would like to say is that we, on next week when we have our show, we are going to talk about purpose. You know, I think, you know, we talked about some great things thus far in 2015, but we need to get focused more on our purpose. And next week we're going to talk about purpose. And if you have any comments, questions, you're welcome to give us a tweet at the Combo Cafe. You can email us as well at the Combo Cafe at gmail.com. At the Combo Cafe at gmail.com. Yes. And so, as always, we've had a wonderful time here on the in the Conversation Cafe with all of you out there in the cafe. And uh, of course, like we said earlier in the show, at the top of the show, that we are ha- we do have to cut the, sh- um, the show short this evening due to uh, an engagement that A.R. Kelly and myself have to be at very shortly here. But as always, every, every minute that we spend with you all is is a wonderful moment, and we definitely enjoy. And our hearts are broken that we have to cut it short this evening. But don't worry, we'll be back next week from at the beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we'll be with you for the entire hour. So please log back in to blogtalkradio.com forward slash the conversation cafe. Tune back in 773-897-3986 next week. We will be here. Also, like I said, go over to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, follow us, like us, and um, see what's going on. Post your questions, post your comments, post whatever you would like for us to talk about in our coming shows. We would like to hear from you. Please do that. At the Combo Cafe is our handle at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. The Combo Cafe. Go over to our website and look at some of our articles, read some of our articles, listen to some of our interviews with past, present, and um, upcoming guests that may appear on our radio show. We love you. We hope that you have a wonderful and great week 
I am Mahogany Dawn. And I am A. Raquel. And this has been the Conversation Cafe. Until next week, peace. For listening to the Conversation Cafe with A. Raquel at Mahogany Dawn. If you like what you just heard, you can continue to follow the conversation on Twitter and Facebook at The Convo Cafe. You can tell your friends, family, and colleagues that they can listen to previous shows at blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Conversation Cafe. This has been a Studio 3408 production. Join us next week for another edition of The Conversation Cafe. And remember, where there's no dialogue, a story is no conversation. You're my weakness. You change my world. Share my life.